Welcome to Sweet Tea and D&D. We're a podcast. If you haven't heard, we talk about cats, Dungeons and Dragons. We talk about cats. We talk about cats. We talk about Dungeons and Dragons monsters, uh, the lore and legends of D&D, all while drinking sweet tea. This is our 19th episode. Is Holy it? Shitballs. Yeah, it is. We've been running this shit since October. Damn. Yeah. We're so fun. <laughs> That was the best way ever. That was the most broken. Yeah. Good job. We were up here. Now we're down here. Sorry. I wasn't bringing the, I wasn't bringing the fun. The yucks. I didn't. The yucks, yucks. Yucks, yucks. So what my monster are you going to do today? I feel like we are rushing ahead of the game. I need to take What are we going to talk about? I need a moment to celebrate that tomorrow's the last day of school. Fuck yeah. I am so excited is it a half day? Uh, they get out at 10.30. That's not even a half day. They have one final to take. That that's The last week is final exams. I'm and they so pissed off. But they are excited. They'd rather come and leave at 10.30 than have Wait. to stay till 12 or have to, you know, Logistical stay all day. question. Uh, they're taking a final, but they won't know their grade, so they don't know if they've passed. Look, I am not a teacher. I just right? have to be there. Fuck if I know. <laughs> I've I just I'm told when to submit grades and I'd be like like the thing they have until four that day to submit grades but if you're gonna be in summer school you already know know like you know you know you're gonna be it's it's, this final's not gonna you know pull you up that much unless you just make a hundred and that normally doesn't do it or the (laughs) the gods of don't come back into my classroom again are like just go and they are not. Here, take your 70 and go. They're merciful <laughs> gods. Anywho, today I'm doing a skeleton. Skeleton. The, just a skeleton? Just a skeleton. Yeah. Um, the, if you haven't noticed the theme, it's of basic bitch monsters. Basic bitch. Um, also, hype man. So, side note, remember how we were talking about we couldn't remember if we did Medusa and all yeah. that stuff? Okay. Totally we totally did. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know where it is. I don't know where that episode is because it's it's not on our episode list. We looked for it because yeah, we made a list of everything, and it's weird. We, we recorded it. Yeah, and I found our doodles. Um, or not, I don't know, man. It's do 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 do. I don't Wait, know. Wait, did we post them to Instagram? I, I'm not. I don't know about the doodles. I mean the episode, the recording. I when we looked through our thingy, yeah, it wouldn't do. Anywho, skeletons. <laughs> um, skeletons arise when animated by dark magic. They heed the summons of spellcasters who call them from their stony tombs in ancient battlefields, arise of their own accord in places saturated with death and loss, awakened by stirrings of necromatic energy or the presence of corrupting evil. Whatever sinister force awakens, the skeleton infuses its bones with dark vitality, adhering joint uh, to joint and re- reassembling dismantled limbs. The energy motivates the skeleton to move and think in a rudimentary fashion, uh, though only as a pale imitation of the way it behaved in life. Any animated skeleton retains no connection to its past, although resurrecting a skeleton restores it body and soul, banishing the hateful undead spirit that empowers it. <clears throat> While most skeletons are the animated remains of dead humans and other humanoids, Skeletal Undead can be created from the bones of other creatures besides humanoids, giving rise to a host of terrifying and unique forms. Fuck that. No, no. What is the worst thing you can think of being a skeleton? Fuck. Beholder. 
Oh. Uh, they have an undead beholder. It has its own stats. It does. Yeah. I think the exception the, is the narwhal thing that she covered a long time ago. Oh, an abolith. Yeah. yeah. How is that a narwhal? Abolith. Episode one, motherfucker. Undead abolith. Oh god. That's but like weird three eyes, three mouths. So right that there. rule applies to anything that doesn't have specific stats for it in a skeleton form, like on the next page. If you're on one thirty-five of the monster manual, where this monster's found. Um, on the next page is a it's minotaur. On page two seventy-two. I am so. I'm saying your monster. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, Surprise. my monster is on two seventy-two. Correct. Two seventy-two. Sorry about that. So on page two seventy-three, there's a minotaur skeleton, and it looks terrifying. Looks meaner. It does. It looks so like it would just hurt you. It's wielding an enormous axe, which is probably why. Um, but it could. These could be gnomes, halflings, dwarves, elves, men. Um, I'm assuming giants because I haven't seen a stat block for a giant skeleton. Indeed. Indeed. We're not going to talk about that, though. I'm mad at it. Um, (laughs) I'm so mad at Game of Thrones. I thought about live tweeting it, but I was like, I didn't want to be that guy. Didn't you live tweet one episode? Uh, It was the last one, but I only did a couple because I thought it'd be rude. And I didn't say I was going to do it. So if anybody looked and there was spoilers, I didn't want to be that guy. Uh. So... Anywho, uh, they are obedient servants. Skeletons raised by a spell are bound to the will of their creator. They follow orders to the letter, never questioning the tasks their masters give them, regardless of the consequences. Because of their literal interpretation of commands and unwavering obedience, skeletons adapt poorly to changing circumstances. They can't read, speak, emote, or communicate in any other way except to nod, shake their heads, or point. Still, skeletons are able to accomplish a variety of relatively complex tasks. So never ask a skeleton for directions. They can point. That's only one direction. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, how do I get to the tavern? And you're just like, as the crow flies that way. Two hoots and a holler. <laughs> Two hoots and a holler away. Um, I just... Dark I, I never thought about taking a skeleton as like a hostage. <laughs> Spare the skeleton. But, like, no, it's not going to talk to you. <laughs> no, it won't tell you. You could speak with the dead because it is remains. But there's not, like, limits of how long they've been dead. But it doesn't have a soul. Could you talk to it still? I mean, it had a soul. Like, even something that's been dead with speak with dead had a soul at one point. <laughs> the retention is whether or not, like, something is holding its soul hostage, I think. I'd have to look at the spell. It's been a while. That's interesting. Okay. A skeleton can fight with weapons and wear armor, can load and fire a catapult or a trebuchet, scale a siege ladder, form a shield wall, or dump boiling oil. They're thinking huge numbers of these freaking skeletons. Yes. It's like dump boiling oil. I'm like, <laughs> shit, now I need a skeleton fry cook. I need to know how much a skeleton can push and pull. Because I was thinking it doesn't have muscles, it's just bones. Five pounds, two pounds. But what's its strength max. score? It is ten. Um, I think that means they do a hundred. Let me double check. A hundred. How is this skeleton? <laughs> Mage-Hand can do five pounds. You're telling me the skeleton can do a hundred pounds? But it's magical. So D- is Mage-Hand. D- it's <laughs> D&D magical. D&D magic says, my rules, bitch. Um, oh, 150. Like- oh, shit. Although they lack the intellect they possessed in life, skeletons aren't mindless. Rather than break its limbs attempting to batter its way through an iron door, a skeleton tries the handle first. They do have that going for them. <laughs> they have hands. Unlike, well, like, unlike zombies. Zombies don't do that. Zombies will just walk into like, the door forever. They're, yeah. So I guess like, that's another one of the difference between skeletons and zombies is 
zombies the thinky, coming thinky back. Bits. And skeletons will try the handle. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pit a skeleton and a zombie against each other. Because as long as the Undead Fortitude isn't there, it'd be a pretty even match. But whatever. Yeah. I'm also terrified of this thing now. It's the thought of... Because it said form a shield wall. Mm-hmm. And maybe in my head, I kind of think of... What was that show? There was just tons of them, and they were going up the wall, and they like just started piling on top of each other before someone finally broke it. I think they did it in Lord of the Rings. I think they did it in another zombie movie. They did it oh, in... Oh, World um, War Z has it, where they're like climbing up a wall they, on like a helicopter. They did it in Game of Thrones, too. Um, the, the snow people. They like... The We're just climbing people. over each other trying to get up the wall. That's what I imagine here. And that's a lot of fucking skeletons, guys. I th- what, is a shield wall where they have like tower shields and just like form a wall together? I don't know. I, th- I don't remember <laughs> either. You just need a shit ton of skeletons. God, so many skeletons. Fucking Sheebus. Okay. Oh. Mango Loco almost went over the table. Um, independent skeletons, which, okay. <laughs> That one random ass skeleton. Full plate. <laughs> Just totally full plate skeleton. That would be really annoying to find. Mm. <laughs> clang, 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 <laughs> clang. Not to mention all the sounds of the bones colliding with metal. Uh, <sighs> really annoying. It can sounds like make, a Jamaican steel drum. But can we make armor like that? Imagine being okay, a bard necromancer. I was just thinking yes. <laughs> I know what my next character's gonna be. <laughs> it's just like, have you ever seen somebody play the spoons? Yes. I imagine that, but as like somebody playing the steel drums, but they're a skeleton and they're just like, <laughs> like slapping their knee really quickly. It would be beautiful. It would require a very patient DM <laughs> to put yes. up with that kind of tomfoolery. Steven, if you're listening, we want to play a game. Uh, contact us. Let us know. Talk to us. <laughs> Chat us up. Um, independent skeletons. You your beard. <laughs> he does have a fantastic it's beard. It's It is. Independent skeletons temporarily or permanently free of a master's control sometimes pantomime actions from their past lives. Their bones echoing the rote behaviors of their former living selves. Echoing. That's what it says. <laughs> the skeleton of a miner might lift a pick and start chipping away at stone walls. Very inconvenient if they're not in a game. <laughs> <laughs> is that in there? No. <laughs> oh, it does say that they start picking at the walls, but it doesn't say that if they're not in a cave, it's inconvenient. The skeleton of a guard might strike up a post at a random doorway. Also kind of weird. The skeleton of a dragon might lie down on a pile of treasure while the skeleton of a horse crops grass it can't eat. Left alone in a ballroom, the skeletons of nobles might continue an eternally unfinished dance. Creepy. Secondary job proposal. A group of <laughs> skeleton horses that we use to mow lawns. Fantasy lawns. Because they're just biting the grass, but and leave it there. Mulch. That's so sad. Poor horse. Nailed I'm it. also thinking of the terrifying scene when you walk in and find these undead nightmares, just like well, like the skeletons of nobles and like tattered finery and rusted jewels, and they're still dancing to music that's no longer uh, playing. That's a actually it, spell. Would, it would it would still be playing. It would just be the same notes because they don't have the dexterity to play. Oh yeah. So it'd be like 
fur, 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 just over and over and over again. It should. Someone who's dark and creepy use this and let me know how it goes. Um, when skeletons encounter living creatures, the necromantic energy that drives them compels them to kill unless they are commanded by their masters to refrain from doing so. They attack without mercy and fight until destroyed, for skeletons possess little sense of self and even less sense of self-preservation. Uh, and the last thing, a skeleton does not require air, food, drink, or sleep. Speaking totally Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Pirate ship full of skeletons. Pirate ship full of skeletons. Let's take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> it's so scary. Into All the right. Moonlight. Now there are different kinds of skeletons, but I'm just going over the basic skeleton. It's um, listed as medium undead, which would change depending on what skeleton you are raising. Um, and lawful evil it has a 13 armor class. It says armor scraps. Um, whatever it pieces together on it. It has 13 hit points up to 20 speed of 30 feet, which I don't think is fair because it's dead. Um, But it's got that dark magic hustle. Dark magic hustle. (laughs) It has a strength of 10, a dex of 14, 15 con, intelligence 6, a wisdom of 8, and a charisma of 5. So... It's not much of a looker. (laughs) (laughs) It's vulnerable to bludgeoning damage. It's immune to poison. Um, It's immune to the conditions of being exhausted, poisoned. It has dart vision. Again, don't know how that works. It's got no eyes. It's the magic soul. It's the magic. (laughs) It's got the magic in it. I just... Do the Spongebob rainbow. <laughs> Imagination. Um, as a past perception of nine, it understands all languages it knew in life but cannot speak. It is only a quarter challenge rating, which is only 50 XP. So that's that's why all the ones that I've talked about the past three weeks, three weeks, three episodes, you got to have a lot of them to really do some damage to high level parties. But... You could do some stuff. Get creative. Make it like a freaking transformer out of these bad boys. <laughs> Just have them stack on each other. <laughs> it has two actions. It has a short sword, uh, plus four to hit. Um, it does a damage of five, up to eight piercing damage, and then a short bow of a ranged weapon attack, plus four to hit. Um, it does five or the same eight piercing damage. Damn. So get creative with the skeletons. I've... I think if you get creative, now the only thing I can think that would be real pain in the butt is having to keep up with health and all those things. That is something that I struggle with. If I have to use a lot of something, okay. keeping the the HP good, but then I I know I get confused of who's alive, like exactly how many enemies are there. Because if, if you group them, it's like, well, how many are dead? Uh, I don't really know. I'm not paying that much attention. I have a lot to think about during combat. <laughs> But I've told Zach this before. My weakness is in combat, keeping everything straight because there's so much to keep track of. <laughs> that was dramatic. I'm Wasn't it? In. Let's talk about some flumps. Flump. Flump. It has a pH, right? Flump. It. It does, but I'm saying it how I want to. It needs to be with more flim. Oh, how would you describe your skeleton? (laughs) 
this is payback for the sword, isn't it? <laughs> it's a fucking skeleton. It's a motherfucking skeleton, Zach. If I ripped your bones out of your body, it would look like that. Mm. All right. Forewarning, the drawing is real rough. <laughs> it's not proportional, and I don't know how to draw hips. So I imagine drawing hip bones is even more complex. The pelvis is a very complex bone. The hips don't lie. No, they don't. <laughs> These might. You can't tell if they're hips. So let's talk about flumps. They're like flumps. floating jellyfish with snail eyes. And, and it's like, like a pancake. It looks like a flying pancake. And it looks like it has a mouth on top. And I don't know how I feel about that. Because if it was like a real jellyfish, it'd be on the bottom. And it'd be a multi-purpose orifice. Because it also shits through that. Ew. Yeah. Isn't nature beautiful? Um, so Damn, nature, you scared. <laughs> so they float around by jets of air whose sound gives them their name. Flump. 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 It's constantly farting. Basically. <laughs> so uh, they are commonly found in the underdark. Uh, and they glow flaint- flaintly. Flaintly. Those flaintly flump and flump. Uh, they glow flaintly. God damn it. <laughs> They glow faintly, reflecting its mood of its color. Soft pink means it's amused. Deep blue, sadness. Uh, green expresses curiosity and crimson is anger. They are wise in intelligence. They actually have a pretty decent score, although not super amazing. Uh, they resemble... Uh, actually, they're pretty decent at knowledge of religion, philosophy, mathematics, and countless other subjects. They are wise as hell. Uh, oh, wise flum. <laughs> Will Tell you me help me with algebra? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they are sensitive to the emotional states of nearby creatures, and if their thoughts are goodness, the flumps will seek them out. If they are dark, the flumps will free- flee. This is a lot of F's and L's combined together, and it's a real clusterfuck <laughs> over here. A clusterfuck. A clusterfuck. So, uh, they are psionic siphons, meaning that they like to feed off mental energy from psionic creatures. So, we've talked about mind flares before. That would include them. Jamie's favorite. Aboliths. Githyanki and Githzerai. Uh, as passive parasites, they make I'm sorry, only... what was that again? Githyanki and Githzerai. Githyanki? Githyanki. It's a playable race. They're green. Oh, of course they are. Everything's a playable race. <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons, know. everything's a playable race. You, you want to be a flump? <laughs> that would be kind of fun, except for you're squishy as fuck. Flum, 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 flum. That's your 30 <laughs> speed. Flum, 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 flum. <laughs> You laugh, but they have a fly speed of 30 feet, so they must be able to shoot some fumes out of their assholes. In front. Flum! Flum! <laughs> so, they feed off of these mental energies, and they're passive parasites. They take only mental energy they need, and most creatures feel no loss or discomfort from such feedings. So, it's just kind of like a, uh, thank you. Uh, they consume psionic energy or consuming this energy reveals the thoughts and emotions of the creature on which the flump feeds Uh, since so many of the creatures are evil flumps are often subjected to thoughts emotion and hungers that sicken their pure nature when flumps encounter good hearted adventures they eagerly share the dark secrets they have learned in hopes of casting down their evil sources of energy even if doing so means they must seek out new sources of nourishment so they'll just like steal your dark thoughts and then, like, a depressed person in therapy dump that shit on you just to get rid of it. Aww. And then they'll feed off of you. And, I mean, I'm sorry. You just dumped all the shit on me. Now I'm sad. Take my dark thoughts. Fuck you. 
So society, they live in a complex and organized group called cloisters. Within which uh, each flump has a place and purpose. Their harmonious groups have no need for leaders since all flumps contribute in their own way. Nice. What, what the fuck are they doing in a society? Flumping. <laughs> flumping, 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 dark side. Is that like Smurf? Yes. Yep. Smurfing. So they have an armor class of 12. They are small aberrations and they are all awful good. So they're like the good guys, good guys. Uh, they have an HP of 7 with a maximum of 12. Oh. On the ground, they have a speed of 5 feet. <laughs> By fart propulsion, they have 30 feet flying speed. They have a minus two strength with a score of six. So they're not moving shit. I don't know how that helps their society. They have a dex of 15, so a plus two. A con of 10, plus zero. Uh, Intelligence and wisdom are both plus twos with a 14. And the charisma is a plus zero with an 11. They have a plus four arcana history and religion. And they are vulnerable to psychic damage, which sucks. Because they look so nice. Uh, they have dark vision up to 60 feet, and they have a passive perception of 12. It understands undercommon, but can't speak it, and it uses telepathy. Uh, it has a challenge of 1-8. Super terrifying. 25 XP. Not really useful. So, they have advanced telepathy. Uh, they can The plumps <laughs> can perceive the content of any telepathic communication used within 60 feet of it, and they can't be surprised by creatures with any form of telepathy. So, they see those scions coming. Uh, they are prone deficient, or if a flump is not prone, roll a die. On an odd result, the flump lands upside down as incapacitated. At the end of each turn, the flump can make a DC 10 dexterity saving throw, uh, writes itself and ended up incapacitated and ends the incapacitated condition. So these motherfuckers get flipped upside down and get stuck. Like a turtle. Like a turtle. But in water, right? No, they just float. They just, I thought they were water creatures. This they're under dark creatures. Oh. So they just fart and fly. And if you hit them and knock them prone, they're like beetles and turtles and they just can't flip over again. That's so funny. Um, With all those little appendages, you would think they'd be able to do something. They have a minus two strength, so they're not very, like, strong. Oh, they can't even lift their own body weight. Unless they're farting. Same. (laughs) (laughs) So, it has a telepathic stroud, meaning it's immune to any effect that would sense its emotion or read its thoughts. Which, what's the purpose? They're colorful for their feelings. They're like the mood rings of the Underdark. Aww. Aww. They have tendrils. They have a plus four to hit with a reach of five feet. Uh, They do 1d4 plus two piercing damage plus 1d4 acid damage. I'm sorry, your cat's still going after that fly and it had my attention. Do your job, damn it. Get that fly. Uh, At the end of each of its turn, the target must make a DC 10 con saving throw and take an additional 2 or 1d4 acid damage. On a failure or ending the recurring acid damage on a success, a Lesteration spell cast on the target also ends the recurring acid damage. Damn. That's not much acid damage, but it still hurts. Uh, they last have once per day stench spray. Each oh. creature in a 15 foot cone originating from the flump must succeed a DC 10 dexterity saving throw or be coated in a foul smelling liquid. It lasts for 1d4 hours and the coated creature is poisoned as long as the stench lasts. And other creatures are poisoned within 5 feet of the coated creature. Mm. A creature can remove the stench off itself by using a short rest to bathe in water, alcohol, or vinegar. So it's like skunk spray. Minus tomato juice. <laughs> I've Sorry. always wondered if that actually works. Where and why would you use one of these? I think this would be a fun way to start a campaign in the weirdest way possible. Is like something in the Underdark is like doing some dark shit. 
and you just happen to be nearby and a flump's like, let me dump all of my emotional baggage onto you <laughs> right now. Have a good day. It like salutes with its tentacle and eye stock and then just fucks off so back on the other side. But it can convey images and telep- uh, with telepathy. Okay. So it's just like, here's my problems. Okay. So, yeah, that's... Because they're not... They're, I would say they're too... Unless you're an evil party, you'd probably just kill it. But I think in most cases, there's really no reason to kill it. Especially if you're good. But... You find a lonely blue flump. <laughs> farting its way through a dungeon. Oh, imagine if they're watery flumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, isn't it? A flump with a cold. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready to see our drawings? Indeed. All right, it's time for Dungeon Doodles. We need, like, shitty transition music for this. Wow. That's what it is. I'm just going to copy that over and over again. Wow. (laughs) Sounds like a dying cat. That's upside down. So I'm looking at Jamie's. It's great because... You actually nailed it. You did nail it. Like, you even got the spikes on the end of its little thing. I'm assuming that's where the acid comes from. Hashtag Hashtag nailed nailed it. it. (laughs) Hashtag attempted. Didn't do great. That's going to be mine. (laughs) The eyes are what get me. (laughs) Like, one of them is clearly on the end, and it looks good. The other one looks like it's, like, swallowed by its weird stock. Looks like something off a monster thing. I was trying to get it, like, where it would have a lid and a lens, like, and it would... You know, have that. It didn't work, but whatever. What emotional state is this one in? Um, I copied it from the coloring in the book. So, so it's however, happy. that one is feeling. I think it's <laughs> content. I don't remember. Pink was ecstasy. I don't remember. <laughs> I know. Green was curious. Red was uh, mad. Blue was sad, and pink I think was happy. All right, so this one's sad. I guess. This poor sad flump. It's probably like, kill me. I exist. It, existence is pain. <laughs> I don't know why Wizard of the Ghost went with blue. Why they want a sad, sad hey, flump. Probably because it just did emotional dumpage. And just like, here's you know why? Probably because if they were pink, it looked like a bunch of tiny penises. <laughs> <laughs> with spikes on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to look at mine on my phone. So oh, like, I felt cheated. I'm sorry. You live here. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you got here before. No, you got here at the same time, but you're here before me. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Can I pause this for a second. Yeah. Look at this majestic drawing of a skeleton, and also, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I apologize. You apologize, Wizard of the Coast. <laughs> <laughs> How does he have shoulders? <laughs> You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> a redead from uh, Zelda. Yeah, those f- freaky little fucks. The ones that jump and hump your head and face and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> it turned off. That's it's beautiful. I tried to get it like slouching, so it's like this, but like it makes my shoulders hurt. I think I just popped trying to recreate that position. That is amazing. It's bad. It's still wearing boots. I love it. Oh, it it's kind of wearing boots. I love boots. that it's, you're like doing the, the thing. Like I that. almost did it. I was just like. <laughs> Do you see that? I was putting it together. Um, like The little punch somebody this? thing. Like it's the okay symbol. Yeah. I always want to say not. I almost said F. I was like, it's F. No. No one knows what that means. 
It's like that little okay symbol holding up three fingers in a circle. And you get to punch the person who sees it. Sure. <laughs> That's what we did in high school. It was a very violent game. It was beautiful. Had, but do you I, like its pelvis and its lack of holes? It, it looks like somebody who is wearing a skeleton shirt. I yeah. was thinking like that or it looks like a diaper. <laughs> like the skeleton's incontinent, but it doesn't have organs to do that. So No, it just constantly eats and then just grabs when back does in. does transition from zombie to skeleton happen? Hmm. When it's just bones? I don't know. I because isn't there animated? No, no, there's not. Depending um, on the state, if you animate dead, it will either be a zombie or a skeleton. So the like, uh, if you recently killed it, it's a zombie. If it's been dead a while, it's a skeleton. So it gets more intelligent as it decomposes. Yes, <laughs> intelligence comes with age. It remembers about them handles. <laughs> <laughs> Can a kind of zombie turn into a skeleton? In the book, no. Hmm. But um, I don't know. Just I would say it have to be a separate casting because it's a spell is what brings it back, or an evil is what dark brings energy. It. Yeah. So especially with a zombie that you have to work to kill, I would say you'd have to cast a separate. It had to be a separate thing that would bring it back. And maybe it's more like because I would see it as like you had to burn the flesh off too. So, like, now that it's a zombie and it's dead, maybe you did it with a fireball or whatever, and now it's just burnt bones. And then you're like, ah, round two! And then you turn it into a skeleton. Hmm. A charred skeleton. But slightly smarter. It's a question for Ash. (laughs) Who? From, um, whatchamacallit? Shit. I had it in my head and then I lost it. Army of Darkness. Are you going to school, school us? OMG. Um, what the fuck? You don't... You don't know Army of Darkness? No. Evil Dead? Bruce Campbell? Ash versus the Evil Dead? Oh. It's, it's, all, it's a trilogy. Oh. Oh. I watched the TV show for a bit. Yeah. I thought I you were Ash saying Ash... my boomstick. Like... There's a warlock patron class for that. Yeah, it's there amazing. is. That's why I thought it would be got, but it was not gotten. When you said Ash, I was like, Ashley. And I thought you thought I meant Ash... Ketchum. Ketchum? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yep, that 11-year-old knows his shit about Dungeons & Dragons and Pokemon. Anywho... Now time for... What we, DM advice. DM advice. Don't take our advice. We're terrible Ta-da. DMs. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Transition music. I already did it. Oh, fuck. I pooted. <laughs> that, that should be your DM advice. I pooted. <laughs> I booted my pooted. I booted my pooted. You fucked? Um, what did you... <laughs> Um, so, did you see they're redoing Blue's Clues? No. They're revamping Blue's Clues. I'm so excited. Great time to be alive. Anyway. <laughs> Why are you watching children's shows? Um, first of all, because Blue's Clues was amazing. Back when it was Steve, not when it was Joe. Don't know about this new guy. I'm willing to find out. Bubble Guppies is a shit. <laughs> What life do you live? Like, I need to know. Don't fucking judge me, okay? <laughs> bubble guppies. I just... No. Bubble, bubble, bubble. bubble. That sounds like a street drug. She's got bubble guppies you want to taste. It sounds like an STD. <laughs> oh, poor unfortunate. My bubble guppies are acting up again. Jamie's got some bubble guppies. <laughs> they make a cream for it. 
<laughs> Bubble gum and cream. <laughs> yes. He's DM tips. He's thinking about how much he's going to have to edit out of this freaking recording. Okay. What did we say we were talking about today? Lying. We're going to talk about lying as a DM. Always. Oh, always do oh, it. Constantly. All the time. All the time. Players don't need the truth. <laughs> Especially if you're homebrew. Fucking lie. Oh, lie about everything. But with a purpose. And write it down. Yes. That's probably the biggest part. The biggest part of DMing and fudging or lying or whatever you want to call it. You got to be consistent and you got to write it down. <laughs> the only reason I would say not to lie like say a player is killing a big boss or whatever but you wanted them to like fuck off for another chapter or whatever right and they successfully are like i fire a magic missile as it flies away and it's just enough to shave the last bit of its hit points off and it dies right so i would say it might fuck up your plan but they don't know your plan rearrange that shit and let them have their moment but it was like oh no he still had Two more hit points. He's fine. Like, that's when it's probably... I, I would never take a fun moment away from a player or a party. But sometimes you just gotta... I'm sitting here thinking how much I would do that because... Rewriting is hard. Rewriting is hard. It's like... You remember how many times that happened? Even recently, I had players... I don't know why we went after these guys, but we did. <laughs> or y'all did. a toenail and a pie. It was afterwards. Anyway, they went after these people and ended up just freaking slaughtering them. And I was like, well, you guys are ready for more. <laughs> I can throw harder things at you. Because they were, they annihilated this baddie that I had. And I had to rethink the whole stinking plot because no one was supposed to do this yet. And sometimes improv is hard. <laughs> it is. And that's. That takes skill. If you're if you have free time in your DM, I would suggest an improv class. If you have the money and the time, but time is precious. So, but I would say the reason you have a DM screen is to make the story better for your players. I can hear it. The fly? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. It's in your hair. Buzz, 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 buzz. It is not in your hair. It was in his hair. You'll have to edit this shit. <laughs> What'd you guys do? Stare at a fly. Watch the cat stare at a fly. Talk about farts. Flumps. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's not a code word for farts from now on. It's flumps. Okay. So, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people say that they just let their roles be. And they just, they don't use a screen at all. I think it's bad advice. I think it's bad practice. <laughs> I, I don't like people seeing my roles. I don't like it either. And more than importantly, it... It, it's harder to be gracious when that's the case. Because sometimes people and players do dumb things and we need to show them leniency and grace and not murder hobo them. And sometimes that nat 20 comes at the most inopportune time for that. <laughs> so if they see that, I feel like you can't just be like, oh, well, it didn't hit. It didn't hit you. You barely made it out or whatever. But if they see you do that landing hit, and they see then the damage roll. Whoops. I, lie your way out of that one. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I enjoy my DM screen for that purpose of hiding my rolls more than anything. Also, I keep notes. When one of your players or one of the players looked over my screen, I almost was like, get the fuck away from me. Like, this is where the magic happens. 
that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like looking behind the curtain at Disney World. It's like, you just don't do it. You don't ask about the process. You just stand back and marvel. Be impressed. And then if not, it's like looking behind the curtain of the Wizard of Oz. And then you just see it's a dude pulling a bunch of levers. And it's real sad. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Bro, the man behind the DM screen. So <laughs> It was like our... Um, we did. A, I put up a meme, and it said, "I said you have this whole world just mapped out, don't you?" And it's like, "Yeah, I do." Yes. And it's this sexy goblin question mark. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. Kinky. <laughs> I understand. So, if you, as a listener, would like to talk to us about when you've lied or shouldn't have lied to your players, let us know. Tweet us, Instagram us. You can find us on the interwebs at uh, Sweet Tea and D and D. D N D the letters uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can also Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> That's T W I T T A H. Twitter. <laughs> it's a new Twitter. Uh, you can also find us on our website, which is where we have uh, all of our audio as well as other hosting sites such as podcatchers of your choice, like Apple. That was a real shit transition. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Other podcatchers. Name one. <laughs> Opencast. Podbean. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. That's a different one. I didn't know you could do that. But now that makes sense. Google Play. Let's oh, leave. Say bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>